Welcome to our latest series of the Reach Next Generation podcast. I'm Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me with this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them and what tips they have for girls of my age. Today, my guest is Paulette Watson, who is the Managing Director and the founder of Academy Achievers. Academy Achievers is a non-profit organisation leading in science, technology, engineering and maths, also known as STEM, of course. Paulette works with vulnerable, disaffected, disadvantaged children and young people from the ages of 5 to 19, from hard-to-reach communities, so an organisation that Reach Next Generation is keen to support. Paula is also the winner of the 2019 Global Wind Trade Award for Women in Engineering. Thanks for joining me today, Paulette. Can we start by you telling us all how your career took you to the role you have today? Sure. Hi, and thank you for having me. So literally, it all started when I was working in banking and finance. So 1995, when I just had my daughter, I wanted to be her role model. So I knew that I wanted to give her more. So I decided to study and be her computer science teacher at her local secondary school. Mm. And during that time, I noticed that most of the students did not pick the STEM, science, technology, engineering and math subjects at school. And I really wanted to change this. So during that time, I set up Academy Achievers, which was in 2006. And I offered extracurriculum activities at my local church. That was London, UK. And this grew and we started to offer robotic and STEM competitions. And again, I noticed doing that, only boys were entering for the Lego robotic competition. So this led me to set up the BME Digital Inclusion Program to raise one million women and girls aspiration in STEM, web free careers. And now I'm championing, championing this initiative across the globe. So um, when you were at school, did you know what you wanted to do or be or did that happen more later in life? Yes, I wanted to be a judge because I was always bossy. <laughs> I, had, I had some really strong role models, women role models as a child growing up. So, yeah. for example, my mum and her sisters were exceptional international leaders. And I really wanted to make them proud. So my late father was an engineer and a mathematician also. And he was always encouraging us to problem solve and develop our critical and logical thinking skills. So... Yeah. At school, for me, I love computing, math, and business studies. And um, my, when I mentioned that I wanted to be a judge, I remember my career advisor, who was also my business study teacher, told me that I should consider working at Woolworths. And I was really, really shocked by this, knowing that I love computers. And I wanted to really learn more, especially with creating the algorithmic code. So when I left school, I did send letters to every law firm company and every single one told me no. And I think I got about 1,000 letters back from them and I was so determined. But unfortunately, you know, I did not, I was unsuccessful, so I didn't become a judge. But here I am today as a global tech disruptor. (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned earlier on that you had lots of role models um, when you were younger, um, your mum and and her sisters. But have you had any mentors, say, throughout your career? Or have there been anyone that you particularly admire? So, yes, um, about three years ago, I was fortunate enough to do, um, I got through to the Red Bull and Makimo mentoring platform. 
program and what that did i was i was fortunate to be mentored by some um key women susan campbell and um another lady who was my like a health coach and they helped me to really um support my vision the be me digital inclusion vision to help close that digital skills gap um also um like more recently my other role models have been other women that are in the tech space like Charlene Hunter she's the um coding black female and she's doing a lot in the space to help close the, um the digital skills gap especially amongst black women and getting more women in the field so who else um Maya Angela Winnie Mandela's been my role model and they've helped me to really be passionate about what I'm doing to have a growth mindset to understand that failure only occurs you know when you give up so they helped me to push myself to um to want better and to get more involved in the whole tech space but to also empower 1 million girls as well yeah so the world is changing so much and so quickly what do you think that work for women women especially maybe in tech might look like say in 10 years time well personally i like this question i believe that organization would have signed up for total equality so mm-hmm. women who look like you and i will be represented will be paid the same as men and supported will be supported in our home and during our work life and the glass ceiling would be a closed memory for a thing of the past So when we think about one progression since 1946 has been the progression of technology which is changing the nature of employment and flexibility as we know it I believe this will change how we work as women completely another thing of change I see is the gig um economy so when I talk about the gig economy I'm talking about those who are like freelancers and who work on temporary contracts I believe this will increase and providing the government continue to take measures to ensure workers are supported in this industry this could actually be pretty good news for working mothers especially single parent mothers or or anyone that wants or needs work flexibility so while how we work and how quickly we adapt to new technology will become critically important and those traditional requirements of being in an office for a certain number of hours a day should decrease so that more women can contribute to the workforce on their own terms. Of course. Now, as part of our Reach Next Generation Summit, we look at diversity and opportunity for young girls from the black and minority communities. Do you think that we are seeing a more open conversation about racial equality since the Black Lives Matter converse, conversation and movement started? Well, statistically, there are still facts showing how behind we are. Yeah. So I personally think that 2030 at the rate we're going looks not totally unlike where we are at now. So for example in the 2017 the number of women in key leadership position in the UK actually went down which shows that unless we make immediate changes that 2030 will look a lot like 2017 which ironically looks very similar to 1946. So more needs to be done. Yeah, of course. Also looking at STEM, 
Why do you think that maybe we aren't still seeing a big progress in any young people and especially young girls taking up STEM subjects or careers? Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm a very data-driven. So put that aside, put statistics aside. We need a re-image workforce. can only happen once we stop marginalising women as a separate working entity to men. So this will involve respecting that many, it's respecting what many women want and often need to opt out or opt into the workforce with their changing family landscape. So where there were barriers before, organisation needs to recognise this in order for us to gain equality so that we don't have the division between equity and equality which what I'm doing now, the BME Digital Inclusion Model, I believe will change it by the 2030. Yeah. Now, the theme of our summit is mainly I can do it. Is there anything that you thought you perhaps couldn't do that you have managed to do throughout your career? Um, okay, dealing with um, the fact that I used to suffer a lot with being nervous. Was it the... um? Ah, what do you call it? I can't remember the name, but it's something to do with, I can't remember the name, but don't worry. But you know, sometimes when you tell yourself that you can't do something, there's a particular name that I told you, it's just slipping. Is it imposter syndrome? That's it, imposter syndrome. (laughs) Yeah, imposter syndrome. And now I'm believing in myself and having that growth mindset. And with that, I understand that failure only occurs when I give up. So here's a quote that I tend to use when I'm talking to young women. You know, we all need hands on deck, and that means clearing hurdles for women and girls as they navigate careers in science, technology, engineering, and maths. This is Misha Obama. So for me, is believing in yourself, having that passion to push forward, and just doing it. Whether you fail, it's about how you get up and move forward because failure only occurs when you give up and we can't give up yeah well i mentioned the award that you won in 2019 the global win trade award for women in engineering can you tell me maybe how you felt when you got awarded that well oh goodness well let me just tell you quickly so prior to the week before that I was engaged in a lot of, um, they had many workshops and we had the opportunity to network and meet and ask some real, you know, in-depth questions about STEM and getting into um, the tech space and meeting people from, like CEOs from NatWest Bank, from um, Bank of Scotland, from so many different companies. I think Google, um, Google, Microsoft was there, Apple, we had Dell technologies and it was really like a a game changer so I'm like thinking okay my name was part of the 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 pick of the amazing women in the tech and I'm and I'm looking at the other lady and I'm thinking I'm up against some real trailblazers but for me it wasn't really about winning it was really about meeting some amazing women in the space because I didn't have access to that before when my name was called on the day I, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I knew that I had been working tirelessly for the last 27 years. I know this. But when you actually hear your name and you get recognised for social impact, that for me was a game changer. 
I felt, I just felt honoured. Yeah. I felt that, you know, every single Saturday, every day after school for the last 27 years was not in vain. And that from that, my work has been recognised. And I've won other awards, international awards. I've just been nominated as um, the 100 Global Women of the Future for Metaverse and Web3. I've just been um, nominated to be um, for the KPMG Black Entrepreneur Awards and will be pitching in um, next week. So, so much has happened. Um, the National Diversity Awards were finalists for Academy Achievers in all the work we're doing in STEM and Web3 to close that digital skills gap. So winning these awards, I'm not really, and people get upset when I say it's not really for me, it's for the young women. It's to show the young women that they can do it, no matter your background, no matter who you look like, no matter what you've been, where you've been. If you put your mind to it, you can achieve it. Yeah. So uh, do you still perhaps have any personal, professional ambitions that you wish to fulfil in the future? Yes. All I want to do is I'm passionate about closing that digital skills gap for women and girls. That is my personal and that is my ambition and that's my passion. Yeah. Now, last kind of couple of questions now, but what kind of tips would you give girls when they start to think about their own careers and their own future, especially if they maybe wanted to work in STEM? So... Oh, so currently we are leading on the BME Digital Inclusion Programme, mentoring. And as part of the modules, um, we give support, like career advice. Um, they get to go on to visit tech companies. They do work experience like apprenticeships, internships for tech companies. And what we tell the young girls is that when they're looking for or thinking about the careers for the future, especially for, you know, thinking about Web3, you know, I, I will say to them, make a list of the companies and organisations you would like to work for. Try and be open-minded and question everything. Leave no stone unturned. You ask everything, whether you you may feel inadequate, just ask a question, because more often than not, you know, no one else really knows the answer amongst your group. So answering it and someone who's able to tell you the answer, would put you in a really good place. Don't think in terms of careers. Think in terms of what skills that you need to develop. Use your network to get experience. And this is key because with the BME Digital Inclusion, we offer tech talks and networking opportunities. So once you enroll in that, in our program, you get the opportunity to um, speak to mentors or speak to career advisors in our actual um, bubble do as many different summer jobs as you can pay for a session with a career professional do a personality test um ask people for advice the more successful the better read 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 there's information overload on the internet um spend time with people who are a bit older than you and don't just do something because your friends are doing it do it because it's going to have impact on you and give you value yeah now finally and this is a new question for all of our guests this series and that is if you had to describe yourself saying three words only three what do you think they would be i will give a brief warning i've said this before it sounds kind of easy but it kind of is not hmm self-confident okay 
Definitely, that's me. I'm persistent. I will keep going and going and going and going until I get a result. And I'm very disciplined. I wake up every morning at 4.30, read, do what I need to do, my work. And by two o'clock, that's me done. So self-confidence, persistent and discipline. Brilliant. Well, I think that's a great place to end off on today's podcast. I have really enjoyed chatting with you today, Paulette. Thank you so, so much. And I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they're about to make in their own careers. Keep listening to the Reach Next Generation podcasts as I talk to many more brilliant women. And more details about us and our summits are at www.reachnextgeneration.com. And a big thank you to all our partners and sponsors, Ideal Standard, Barclays, St Modwen, Green King and Levi Strauss.